Give from your overflow, not from your well. Sometimes we step up to lend a helping hand to a friend, family member, or colleague in need. While helping others is kind, caring, and selfless, and is generally a good thing, at times our good intentions get the better of us and lead us to patterns of behaviors and situations where we find ourselves giving and helping too much. We overextend, deplete, and exhaust ourselves. Let's look at the interplay between giving, taking, and the importance of making sure that we have time, energy, and the mindset to care for our own needs. In life, we all have responsibilities relating to work and family and life maintenance tasks like taking care of our homes, pets, keeping our finances in order, shopping for and preparing food on a daily basis. Beyond the realm of these basic responsibilities lie our contributions to our community and the many kindnesses and support we extend to friends and family members in need. While it is wonderful to be in a position to help others, especially in times of need, there may be times where we find that our good deeds leave us exhausted and drained of energy with little time and attention left to attend to our own needs. We need to learn to give to others from our overflow, not from our well. Your well. Your well contains your resources of time, energy, and attention, and your material and intangible assets, like a second vehicle, surplus cash, valuable skills, abilities, or expertise. Your well includes everything you have put in place and require to care for your personal and professional needs and responsibilities. These resources are finite and your well can run dry if you do not tend to and care for it. Your overflow. Your overflow is simply the time, energy, and attention you have left to give after you've taken care of your life tasks and responsibilities. When your well of time, energy, and attention is overflowing, that's when it's a great time to lend a helping hand. When helping others gets out of hand, repeatedly helping others can result in unhealthy cycles of habitual behaviors that leave you drained and depleted. You might become caught up in an unhealthy cycle of overextending yourself to a family member who has relied on you in a time of crises. You may have inadvertently become the person in your friend group who everybody turns to when they need a shoulder to cry on or someone to watch their child or support them through a career transition. Or you could find yourself unable to say no to any request to become involved in community activities and events. Where guilt creeps in. There may be times where you feel guilty for wanting to relax after a long day rather than run errands for family members or help a friend in need for a last minute favor. It's important to pay attention to feelings of guilt because guilt is simply a sign. It's a signal that there is a conflict around what you want versus what somebody else around you wants or expects from you. When you want to do something and no one complains about it or has other ideas about what you should be doing, it's all good, there's no guilt. But when someone comes along and wants something from you that conflicts from what you want, this is where the guilt comes in. Suddenly you're faced with the dilemma, do I please myself or please the person who's placing expectations on me?
Good question. It's the one thing to choose to occasionally do something for someone rather than what you would like to be doing or prefer to be doing. But over time, overdoing for others comes at a high self-cost. Overdoing for others at your own expense. While showing compassion and support for others is kind and caring, doing and overdoing for others can come at a great cost. When you neglect your own needs and responsibilities, you exhaust and deplete yourself. When you give and overgive from your overflow, you're such sacrificing and you're often sacrificing your own down leisure time and the time spent doing what you love or doing nothing at all, which is important. Over time, overextending yourself for others can become a habit that prevents you from living an authentic life and pursuing interests, relationships, and activities that bring joy and meaning to your life. Healthy boundaries. Becoming aware of what you need to keep well and keep your well topped up. And when and where in your life you have residual time, energy, and attention, that is to say your overflow, will help you set healthy boundaries with friends and family members who may have become reliant on your assistance or support. Learning to say no to a request to help also provides people in your life with the opportunity to step up and develop other ways, means, and avenues for taking care of their needs and becoming more self-reliant. Smarter self-care. Giving from your overflow and keeping that well of time, energy, and attention reserved for your own life tasks and responsibilities is simply smart self-care. Healthy boundaries help you integrate smarter self-care into your life and open the door for you to begin to factor yourself in the equation of your own life. Factoring yourself in the equation of your life. Realize that you have time, energy, and attention, and these are finite resources. Recognize the difference between what you need to maintain your own life and the time, energy, and attention left for taking care of others' needs. Tune in to feelings of guilt and start to identify the gaps between what others want from you and what you want from yourself. Turn down requests for help that will drain your well. Make room in your life for the things that restore your energy, enrich your life, and bring you joy.